Hello and welcome to the Hamel Talk podcast. I'm Emily. I'm Hayden. And we're back. We're back. We've been gone for a little bit. We haven't really we've been very busy, honestly. Yeah, we have we have pretty good excuses. Yeah. I'll say. And right. and I, I think that it's also I don't I because of this whole coronavirus pandemic, everything that's going on that's wild, there's a lot more stuff people can be doing than listening to a podcast, mm-hmm. you know? So people might not be that upset that we haven't been posting Shows episodes to be regularly watching. because ideally, assuming that everybody is following the protocols that have been uh, put into place by our government, you shouldn't be going on long commutes or anything like that where normally people listen to podcasts, m- myself, for example. So it's true. I personally have a lot of podcasts I listen to that I haven't been keeping up with very well uh, just because... I don't know. I've been doing other stuff. Um, anyway, what uh, what is something crazy that has happened recently? <laughs> well, right now we are in our new space. Yeah, our new podcast studio. Yeah, we actually have. We just set it up a little space where we have a table and we're sitting across from each other this time, uh-huh. and we're. Yeah. I'm in a less comfortable chair, which I'm a little mad about, but I'm sitting Me across too, from you, so. Honestly. We're sitting at a table. We're at our new our new house. Mm-hmm. We moved out of our house last week, last mm-hmm. weekend maybe. And so life has been crazy because moving is literally insane and so stressful. And so... Yeah. And normally if you're moving, you don't have time to sit, sit down with a bunch of podcast equipment and right. record. And just set it up talking. beautifully. And yeah, right. Yeah. So... We didn't have any time for that. We... You know, we had to pack everything. We had to move everything. We had to move everything in and we had to arrange everything. It's just been really stressful. So mm-hmm. we've just now sat down to do it. Yeah. And I'm I will happy say to be here. this isn't a studio. I was lying. I was just trying to seem cool. Well, or, by studio, he means we have a table that we're sitting at. In a garage. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm interested how this will fare because right now it's like ideal weather. I know it's kind of weird. It was like in the 30s. Yeah. Last night or something. It's in and it's May. It's May right now mm-hmm. for those that don't know. Um, right. So So it should be hot, but it's like pretty cold. Yeah. We have the heat on right now. Yeah. And it's I mean, during the day it's sixties, low seventies, so like room temperature. Mm-hmm. And so in this in this garage we have kind of it's not airtight, you know, but we've It's closed off. We've turned it into a living space. It has a little heater air conditioner unit on the wall uh but with that being said in the dead heat of summer i'm i'm wondering if emily and i are going to be recording our podcast naked because we'll be right (laughs) we'll be in our bathing suits we'll we'll pull a kiddie pool in here yeah this is when we'll have the video for that so everyone can see us in our separate little kiddie pools with our bathing suits and bundled up in sleeping bags during the winter so We'll see as time progresses how this holds up. But right now, I mean, Emily, I got to give you props. This place looks really pretty. She has Christmas lights. I'm going to paint a picture for everybody listening. <laughs> she has Christmas lights that are just strung up all around the room. We have just nice little... See, we have these Christmas lights. They're gold. And when we went to buy our Christmas lights, these were originally for our Christmas tree last year. And they were out of plain white normal Christmas lights. And the only ones they had in stock were gold. And honestly, if you're not buying gold Christmas lights, you're doing it wrong. Right, yeah. Because they are just, you know, a nice it's amber ideal, glow. It's ideal, yeah. 
I think that's the name on it is Amber. Amber. It's like, I will never buy another one again. Like our tree was so magic, Uh magical. I hate that word, but it was very magical with the amber lights. I will say I kind of wish we had green and red sparkling Christmas lights. Now that you say (laughs) the word magical, I'm sure it would give a whole new ambiance to the place. I'll get right on that. But yeah, we have just, it's just a very, I know I, I, I give Emily a hard time a lot for her need for lamps and dull lighting. <laughs> and boy, does he. Not just on the podcast, in real yeah. life, too. I mean, we have overhead lights in this room, and I don't think we've turned them on except to clean the room. And I will never. Yeah, They are the brightest lights ever. With that being said, it's warm. It's amazing. Warm is in, like, a comfort, you know. Yeah. Not temperature. There's a lot of amber lighting in here, just dim lights, but, like, still bright enough to... Mm-hmm. For you to be mm-hmm. sane, yeah, and still right for me to be sane. Yeah, I can I can read the words on my note notebook right here, right. so that's good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we moved, mm-hmm. which was not, honestly not as bad as we thought. Mainly because we've only been married for a year, so the in terms of how much stuff we've been able to collect and how long we've been married and how long I lived in that house. We didn't have that much stuff to move. Well, it was, I moved about six times in college, I think. Like, actually. Wow. Five times, six times. I moved when the semester ended. I lived in the dorms. Yeah, right. (laughs) And I moved, like, all my stuff. I had to have, you know, pots and pans at every place. I had to have lights in every place. I, I wasn't just in a dorm. And so I moved so much. But I really learned the art of throwing things away or like minimalizing Mm -hmm. even though I still don't feel like I did because I had so much stuff but Hayden you know lived in a dorm and then moved from his parents house to his house like to our house and so it's like we didn't neither one of us had that much stuff but we really condensed I mean we took like what six bags of stuff not just clothes to goodwill yeah trash bags things like that just like so much stuff which I feel so good about yeah because I'm I feel like we don't have a bunch of extra stuff that we don't need, yeah. which feels nice. Yeah. With that being said, we did rent a U-Haul for our big items. And, you know, I, I've i never driven a U-Haul or a big box truck like that before, so it was pretty intimidating and stressful. Uh, in, in college, I worked for a summer, for a couple summers at Dollywood, but for one summer, I was a tram driver. Which is the same thing as a box truck, if you've ever... (laughs) Well, yeah, and they were both Ford. It's not. It's not the same thing. Well, they were like big old Ford E350s or something. Well, they're big. I I mean, I will give you that. Big, bulky. It's not the same thing, They don't move very far when you push the pedal down to the floor, so... Or very fast. Um, I thought that I had, you know, really learned something about driving big vehicles during, Mm -hmm. you know, the 15-hour-a-day, 10-week summer i worked there uh i, I mean now that, that i now that i say that and reflect on that i did wreck a tram and have to get drug tested and sent home one day so <laughs> so, so maybe maybe i i, I wish i would have had that piece of information yeah yeah i guess just a quick quick backstory quick rabbit hole um this tram so when you're driving a tram whatever I, I, I think they're like capped at 10 to 15 miles an hour, so I can't go fast. And, but you ha- when I'm driving, you have to turn into the little terminal thing, the 
to stop. And I had my spiel, you know, we're turning it into, <laughs> this is C for cotton candy. It's Dolly's favorite, uh, whatever, her favorite candy. I wish I could have favorite. seen you on the tram saying that. Oh, God. C for cotton candy. Cotton candy is Dolly's favorite yeah, candy. Yeah, I could, I could run through. A was apple bottom <laughs> jeans. I'm just kidding. It was... Uh, Applejack, favorite cereal. B was butterfly, favorite insect. C was cotton candy, I guess favorite candy. Uh, <laughs> D and E, D and E were a combined stop, and they st- stood for Dolly's earrings, and F was family fun. And so <laughs> I had to I had to pull through at each stop, and I know what stop. It was at stop C. For cotton candy. For cotton candy. And... Um, Later, I found out that it wasn't really my bad driving. It was kind of a faulty tram. But with that being said, I'm pulling in, you know, doing the same, the normal thing. Uh, and at the time, normally when I'm driving a tram, I'm by myself inside the cab. But I was taking one of the older, like old, he was an old man, but he was working and like cleaning up trash, driving the golf cart around, and he needed a drop off. A lift. A drop. Yeah. He needed a lift out to C. Or no, maybe it was D and E. But he doesn't matter. Yeah. He had an early stop at sea mm. because I, while I was turning <laughs> in, the back cart on the tram whipped into a light pole, and so <laughs> luckily that wasn't like a car, right? Huh? Would it have been a car? No, cars can't drive on the oh. tram road. If if cars drove on tram road, I would have needed like a CDL or something. Oh, because, okay. Yeah, that anyway, was stupid. So I whipped it stupid in. Thought. Um, so terribly embarrassing. The guy who was on the back, so I had, you know, I was driving, so we have a dude in the back who does the whole Dollywood spiel. Um, he told me that I hit something on, over the, well, he didn't tell me, he got off the tram and ran to tell me after we stopped. And he was like, yeah, there's this lady who got whipped into the, into the back and he was you know standing up and he said it really wasn't that bad she was just milking it and like screaming oh my arm no way yes she was 10 miles an hour yeah nobody did anything i mean whine all you want you little baby nothing's you're out of the park so after that i had to go get drug tested so embarrassing (laughs) and sent home i mean so humiliating when when you're there for a ministry and you have to oh my god well there were yeah there were I mean, I think like 200 people could fit on a tram, and none, of, not all of them wanted to get off at sea. And <laughs> but so, they all had to get off yeah, at sea. Yeah, <laughs> the tram could not be moved from that point after it had hit, so it's just sitting in the middle of this road blocking all the traffic. Everybody has to get off the tram and walk, you know, a they mile. They hated you that day. They all hated me, and I knew it. I was, it was just so embarrassing and awful and... Everybody tried to make me feel better. They're like, oh, everybody's done it here every once in a while. But like, I don't care if you've right. done it. I In this moment, I don't, I I don't need that reassurance. Yeah. I, I feel like an idiot. Mm-hmm. So anyways. So let's take that back to the U-Haul. U-Haul. Um, <laughs> Please. Take it I picked it up. Fine. You know. Drove it. Uh, and on the way out, you know, I, I got, I got it home from the U-Haul place, backed it into the driveway because I'm amazing. Yeah. And not only that, I had parked before him and he had to get out of the driveway so that I could get out so he could pull farther back. Yeah. So I had to, you had to do it twice and you did it amazing twice. Uh Uh-huh. Didn't even mess up. No. Didn't have to recorrect. No, you did it amazing both times. I'm Uh there to say. Yeah. But 
on the way out. I don't know how come I can drive it better in reverse than forward. Because when I when I, I pull know. out, everybody's looking. They're like, "You think you have enough room to get out?" Because you know there were some cars parked on the road. I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'll be fine. Uh, if not, I'll just you know, correct. I'll swallow my pride and put it in reverse and correct it, looking like uh, Austin Powers." And, right. And <laughs> anyways. Long story short, I hit Emily's car yes. with the U-Haul. Mm-hmm. Now, it wasn't like a brutal smashing no, or anything. You didn't but total it. Yeah, it was like not, didn't even, you couldn't even see a mark on the U-Haul truck. But it left a good dent and some scratches mm-hmm. on her newish Camry that we're still paying uh, for. Paying for. Mm-hmm. So, and so because of that, just the next 30 miles that I spent driving that U-Haul. I was sweating. By I was himself, hyperventilating. Yeah. I was by myself. <laughs> I had just hit it and I'm like, Emily, you have to move your car. She moved her car and I immediately drove away. Didn't even <laughs> yes. say anything. I know. You're so embarrassed. I was uh, like, felt so bad. Oh, God. Yeah, well, and yeah, the whole ride there, I wasn't listening to music. I was checking my mirrors every five <laughs> seconds, making sure I was in the lines in the road. I was driving 60 on the interstate. Uh, and uh, yeah, anyway. Got it here fine, backed up again fine, and returned it. was just it. the one little hiccup. One little hiccup. So, but but with all that being said, when I asked you what was something crazy that happened since our last podcast, I wasn't, even though moving is crazy, there's something else that happened that, now it isn't as crazy, I guess, but at the time it was the craziest thing ever. Yes. Um. So... I'll preface by saying that last podcast, I mentioned that I was at the doctor and I had to wear a mask for seasonal allergies at the doctor Mm -hmm. when I had an appointment. And I just want everyone to know I'm owning it right now. I will say it. You can record. I mean, we're recording me right now. Okay. Saying (laughs) this. I know I'm slightly hypochondriac. Okay. I'm a slight slight hypochondriac. But my thing is I need to know. Like, if there's a question of, like, whether or not, like, something's wrong with me, I want to know. So, when I went to that doctor's appointment, I thought I had breast cancer. And I know that it's, like, I'm not, I wasn't kidding. Like, that's not, like, an insensitive thing for me to say because both of my parents have had cancer. So, I know, like, that it's in my blood kind of thing. Like, I'll probably have it at some point. Right. And my grandma had breast cancer. And so, I just, like, felt an unnormal, like, an abnormal pain, and I was, like, wanting to get it checked out. Yeah, and it was a, you had that pain for a while. It was, like, for a couple of weeks, and so I went, and everything's fine. I don't have breast cancer right now yet, but, um, so that was, like, the week prior to this. So, I feel a little crazy because the week after that, I had a really hard time breathing, and it was, like, not terrible to where, like, I, it was impairing my sleep, though. It was like I couldn't sleep well. I couldn't take full deep breaths. I was having a hard time yawning and things like that. Just like kind of alarming things for me because I know my body. And so I really felt like I needed to get tested for corona because I knew that that was one of the symptoms is shortness of breath. And I I wasn't really getting winded, but I also wasn't really working out or doing anything because I'm sitting at home. Yeah, you walked from the couch to the Right, like the bed to the couch. It's not that big of a, (laughs) I'm not going to get that winded. Um, And so anyway, I got tested and this was, we were kind of maybe going to record in between this period of time of me waiting to get my results, but I didn't feel, I felt kind of weird 
talking about it if I didn't know my results. Yeah. And it took an entire week to get my results. Well, well yeah, while we were there, so we went initially for an antibody test, mm-hmm. something that would quick, they prick her finger, test her blood, and we would leave there having an idea whether or not she had it. And we thought. Yeah. Well, yeah, so we get there, we pull up, you know, I'm calming Emily, whatever. She's a little stressed. I'm a little freaked out. Just rightfully like, so. We're getting tested, I guess. The lady puts on her hazmat suit, walks <laughs> yeah. over to the window, and she said, hey, I'll be right back. I'm going to go test her blood. And we, we can see them testing because they're outside in the building, and they're, like, looking at this vial of your the blood, test, I guess. Yeah. And she's like... showing someone else yeah Yeah, she's she's like like getting it asking people over and people are nodding people are looking and they're like and i'm like sitting over there like oh my that means i have it yeah they're like looking back at us and (laughs) emily's like wait (laughs) yeah i'm like freaking out obviously wait wait, hey do i have it do i have coronavirus (laughs) and and, and it was like like, i don't know i mean honestly though it was kind of scary because the way they were reacting they're like oh my god something yeah it was like they had never seen it before yeah i was like oh yeah, because I'm sure person? their tests, they get over there, boom, they can look at it, and they're like, okay, negative, walk out, tell them they're not negative. Or right. But, like, everyone over there was kind of acting like this was a little abnormal. Mm-hmm. And we could sense it 30 feet from our right. car inside. And so, at that point, our nerves started to heighten, and we were getting nervous and all that stuff. And Well, yeah, then they, like, they brought out, she, she brought out, this other man who was the one that kind of confirmed with his nod that I had yeah. Corona or something. And he bring, she brings him out and he's like, Hey, um, what you paid for today? Cause I, I paid for this test. And he was like, what you paid for today? Like I can give you a, a confirmer confirmatory test and you can either do it na- like the nasal test or you can do a spit test or you can do both. And I was like, well, I guess I'll do both. Well, yeah, because he said when he came over there, he said, you have tested positive. You have tested positive for this particular antibody. There were two antibodies I was tested for, and I was positive for one and negative for one. And I don't know what that means, right? Because I'm like, really not that book smart. And so (laughs) I was like, you know, an antibody, what does that, I don't even know. Like, someone has to tell me. I'm not going to look it up. And so... I was like, yeah, of course, I'll do the confirmatory test. I want to know if I have it, right? And so, well, when he said you have the, you're, you tested positive for the antibody, he said, so that means you're in the middle to late stages. That's what he said. Yeah. And we were like, of, of coronavirus? coronavirus? Like, <laughs> what does that mean? And he just, so he, he did the But, t- at, yeah, at the time he was giving us these news, we were kind of shocked that he said them. So, like, so all we these, didn't have those Yeah, questions. all these questions yeah. that we have now, we were too stunned to think of and ask him at the time well and it was a it was a coronavirus test center so it was like when he said you're in the middle to late stages i'm just assuming he meant of coronavirus because that's what i'm getting tested for right yeah which i think that i think that's what he meant like even looking back i still think that's what he meant and so anyway i got the terrible 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 nose test nasal test i'm anybody who has done the coronavirus testing knows how terrible it is. It literally feels like they're touching your brain and like playing around with it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. The lady- Well, I didn't even know what was coming. Like uh-huh. I didn't know what that was. I had not researched what the testing really looked like or anything like yeah. that because I didn't want to get anxious about it. As she was 
coming out. She said, this is going to be uncomfortable, but it shouldn't be painful. And she pulls like, out. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's like, and I've had a nose swab, you know, for a drug well, same, test for yeah. a job. No, Where they just like swab yeah. in the inside. And so when they told us that they were going to do a nose swab, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was thinking, cool. It's not going to be like, that's not the best, uh-huh. but it's not the worst. Yeah. And this lady pulls out like a six to seven inch. No, it was like a foot long. Wasn't a foot. It feels you know like how long a foot long is your forearm? Well, yeah, you were just holding out that many. Oh, well, that's pretty. It was long. Okay, it, was, it doesn't matter. It was. It was six to seven inches. I'm gonna stick with that. Okay. And on the end of it was like a little swab looking yeah. thing. Yeah. And so I'm like, that's a very long. Maybe it's to keep away from the nose so that. Well, yeah, she that's what I thought too. I was like, she well. shoved the entire thing. I mean, her fingers were touching my nose, basically. It was unbelievable. She was like coiling it down into my f- head, and I was feeling every single bit of it. You know, and my eyes start watering. I'm freaking out, but I'm glad I didn't know what was coming until <laughs> I was there because I wouldn't have done it. But anyway, and then she makes me spit in this cup, and I've never hawked a loogie before, so I had to, like, spit so many times. She was spitting for 20 minutes. Yeah. So anyway, I was sitting there, and they gave me this little piece of paper that said I was positive for this antibody. So I spent the entire week that I didn't get my results just worried that I had it and, like, knowing that I had it because I had the antibody, which... Yeah, does not even, mean that you have coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, and even on the way home from our test, I had to call my boss and tell him that my wife possibly has coronavirus, and I had to work from home until yeah we got our results. Yeah, so that was I mean it was pretty it was pretty crazy. I felt super un uneasy for like a whole week, and that was when we were moving. Was during that week, like I literally my parents came, and I couldn't hug them or anything like. They came and we didn't know until the day after they left yeah, that Emily I had is, Corona. Has literally was literally just six feet from everybody mm-hmm. the whole time. Had a mask on. I never and, went in a store or anything like that yeah. for the whole week because I was like, didn't want to you know infect anyone if I did have it. And mm-hmm. so anyway, it was just like a really stressful. It's been a stressful time. Yep. And so, then we finally got her results back. And I'm negative. And she tested negative, and we were like. <laughs> She, I mean, you were like emailing, calling, yeah. trying to figure, because it had been probably five to six days after the test before we got our results, right? It was a whole week. I got tested on Monday and I got my results on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, you got your results on Monday? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So the day that she got tested, they got the results that day. Yeah, because it shows and it on the on the results that yeah, I got on back. The results. It says like confirmed or like... uh some word like that on the exact day that I got tested, but just at like 8 p.m. or something. And these idiots didn't give her the results for a week. And so they were sitting on these very, very important to know results for Mm. us because they didn't know. But anybody that has to wait a week with those kind of results is going to to be stressed. But we were in the process of moving right in the middle of all Mm -hmm. that. And so instead of telling us the results when they got them which you should if anybody is in the situation where you are the people that have to get the results do it as soon as possible so that people can Please. adjust their lifestyles accordingly <laughs> they did not do that for us and so for the next week we just were acting like Emily had coronavirus because we well had, I literally we had thought to I did that. I mean and I think that in case anyone wants to like get the closure from the story I we had stayed at Hayden's parents house which is where we are living right now but we had stayed at Hayden's dad's house the week prior to me thinking I had corona. And um, 
I think that my lack of breathing was coming from the allergies. I ha- wasn't taking allergy medicine or anything, and I have super bad allergies. And I think, and they just have tons of trees here and tons of pollen. And it was like the worst I'd ever had allergies before living here for that week. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that really was the contributing. That was why I felt that way. But also, anyway, that's that's the end yeah. of the story. But yeah, Emily, she's all good. She's no healthy. breast cancer, no coronavirus. I'm doing good right now. I'll let you know my next scare because <laughs> um, I'm sure I'll have one <laughs> that I think I have. So cool. in the next week or so. Uh, anything else? About, oh, uh, something I have written down. Uh, I am wearing essential oils right now. He is. Um, because my wife doesn't think that I can focus and pay attention to anything. <laughs> am I wrong? <laughs> Look at me and tell me I'm wrong. Okay. I, I'm not wrong. <laughs> I can't. But yeah, so I am wearing a, essential oils right now. That How is it helping you? Is it helping you focus? Should help me focus. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Because I feel like I would need, you know, a control group. What would I be, how would my podcast be going right now? Well, I guess I have six episodes. Mm-hmm. Seven. This I is feel, eight. oh, it is eight. I wrote mm-hmm. seven. with a, Well, I wrote seven with a question mark because I didn't know. <laughs> but anyways, I'm wearing what? essential oils because Emily didn't think I could focus on anything. So she bought me some herbal remedy to help mm-hmm. me to, to help me combat my ADD. Well, I asked you if you would take medicine for ADD. You said no. So I said, okay, what's the next best thing? Essential oils, baby. <laughs> like, I don't even really know if I like, I mean, I believe in essential oils, I guess, because so many people use them, but I've never used them. So I can't be like, oh, they really work. You should use them. But I just am mm-hmm. trying it with Hayden. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I could say it's an aphrodisiac. Wait. Not an aphrodisiac. That's not what it is. Yeah. Do not say <laughs> I, that. Did not, I did not mean to say that. What's a... Uh, placebo effect? Placebo effect. <laughs> an aphrodisiac. Amazing. This is my husband, everyone. Well, maybe. What's on your mind? <laughs> <laughs> maybe it is an aphrodisiac. <laughs> okay. Your, our faces what? are both red right now. Um, um, let's move on. Because you think you're taking something for something and it... You you know you, you're just mind makes you believe. That no, it's I think working. so too. Yeah, that's kind of so how we'll I feel see. about it. Because we'll uh, I'm not thinking about me focusing on anything, and I'm fiddling right now. So anyway, okay, let's talk about our podcast. Like what we're gonna do today? Wait. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sure. I was gonna say that my car battery died, but that's really not important. You yeah, guys it's don't just kind of really like care. Man, whatever. So Hayden's car battery died, and I had to take him to work. Yeah, we can. We we can. My car died at work. She had to come pick me That's up. That's just a terrible story because um, I had to come pick you up and I had to take him at 6 a.m. to work and yeah. it was terrible all the way in Chattanooga. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Um, okay, so for this podcast, we decided um, we're talking about the top three things that like something that you, Hayden, you are talking to me. It's distracting me. You were like, I'm sorry, I'm not talking in the mic the right way. Um... Okay, so our top three things of our partner, so like Hayden, top three things that I thought Hayden would be, like when I'm fantasizing like my husband, my my one true love, my soulmate, what he would be, and then the three things that he's, like those things that he is not. Did I explain that right? I, maybe, but when we you told me that we were going to do that, I think I maybe thought of something totally differently. We'll what did see. you think I said? Well, I, I have... Three things I thought I wanted in a, in a... That I'm not. 
I'm not any of those things are, am I? Yes, you're right. Right, yeah. It's just like three things that you thought were really important that when you found me and I'm not that, they're really not that yeah. important. As you can tell, we don't really schedule these very well. And a lot of that is because we want to keep the authenticity yeah. of our conversation. So bear with us as we work through our So topics. this may or may not be right. Who yeah, knows? So, Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go first. I'll just do one and then you can do one and then I'll do one. Okay, yeah, sure. So my first one is kind of funny. Um, I always thought... I'm interested to know what you wanted. Yeah, I don't think... Now, I... when you say you thought you wanted, was this like when you were middle school? Or... No, I mean, this is like up until I met you. I thought I wanted this. Oh, okay. But it's like, it's... I wanted like a man with like a man bun and beautiful hair. That was like something That's that your I... first one? Well, it's like a fun... I still wanted to start off easy and funny, you know? <laughs> so wait, like, that's what it is? Yeah. Dang it. I know. I You guessed it before and you were like, is that on there? And it's like, I didn't want you to know that oh, it actually was. Oh, no. But yeah, I thought that I was going to like be with someone who had like a beautiful like man bun <laughs> hair that's just like, you know, my just like... I mean, he... And if anyone doesn't know Hayden, he doesn't have any hair. Right. Um, I shave his head every single week almost. And you do have really great hair. He just has a receding hairline. So, terrible, like, he yeah. can't grow his hair out because it just kind of looks... Mm -hmm. Like, when the visor, you know, when you're wearing a visor mm -hmm. and the hair just starts... Mm -hmm. You can start seeing yeah, the line. Yeah, like in college, I had, like, pretty... I had longish hair. It was yeah, almost it was to my shoulders, about to my shoulders. And I kept it back with the visor because, first of all, why are you giggling over there? I'm laughing because that's just funny. Okay, yeah, yeah. I kept it back with a visor because I liked to show my hair. Hats. Well, don't you show had hair good hair. Well. I mean, you and really it was just do. nice, pretty, golden. It was. I wasn't really golden because it's so blonde, but like white so, hair. Yeah, I kept it back with a visor, and it got to a point where my receding hairline was so bad I couldn't keep my hair back <laughs> with the visor because you could see my forehead. Mm. at the top of my visor because my receding hairline was so bad and you know that was like, like wrestling and stuff yeah. it's not that you have bad hair it's just yeah I, wrestling you know yeah wrestling i remember so many wrestling practices where i just pull out clumps of hair out right. of my head just because you know i'm headbutting people literally for three hours a day plus like and, stress and stuff like that really does uh -huh. affect your hair and mal malnutrition right yeah so, yeah so he i mean it's not that i like that's just a funny example because it's like that does not matter but i literally thought that mm. that was so important mm -hmm. you know i was like he just really like good style and like um wait are you saying no i'm I, that's why i didn't put that i knew that you were gonna say that uh, okay. no i do think you have good style you don't have the style i thought that i would be attracted to if that makes sense because i'm like not i wasn't outdoorsy or anything like that so what's like a what's like an example an example outfit? well now that i know you i don't know because uh -huh. it's like skinny jeans and like a t-shirt, but you wear skinny jeans and a t-shirt and it's so cute. It's Your style is cuter than any, like anything I ever thought I would like. Interesting. It really is. But like your hair, that was just the funny thing was that like, mm -hmm. I just had such a physical view of what I wanted and like, it's not bad because yeah. I was the one that convinced Hayden to shave his head because I said he had kind eyes, which he does and yeah. he can pull it off. She didn't convince me. I, I, I'd been trying to convince myself. I guess you just pushed me over the ledge. Yeah. You gave yeah. me the, Hayden, it's okay. You can shave your head. Because the thing about like a big change like that, a big haircut, facial hair, hair, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Is that when I shave my head like that, I have to go to work the next day <laughs> and my boss has to see me. And, and this literally happened. He walked into my office and he goes, ah, you shaved your head. And it's like, 
Well, yeah, and his, okay, his I know. boss is bald. So. Yeah, it's like, okay, I know everybody could see my receding hairline. So don't make it so obvious that I that you knew that I had it. Right. Because I knew more than that. That everyone knew it was coming, <laughs> that you were going to shave your head one day. Yeah. yeah. And Hayden's not bald. He's just got short hair. We, we do a one guard. Yeah. So, but like I wanted to do it before our wedding, but like that's too big of a change i'm glad you didn't your hair is still i liked your lot like i like having those memories with your hair yeah. still full frontal head on you can't tell as much as a top or side shot. yeah the top view <laughs> yeah okay so you give your first one that one was so my first one this is what i thought that i wanted that you are not right i'm ready and so something that i i always thought because like if you look at all any of my past girlfriends they all had this quality and Emily is the first one that doesn't. And it is that I thought that I wanted to be with an athlete. Mm-hmm. Like somebody that played sports in high school. Not only played sports, but was like... Good at sports. Yeah, was yeah. like the best on their team mm-hmm. at sports. You know what I mean? Like a pr- very, very proficient Like the athlete, MVP, the really... Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's, you know, that's what I was. Mm-hmm. That's... Well, and you can relate to that. Yeah, and so, like, I wanted somebody that had that competitive mindset, that wanted to win, that wanted to raise kids in that kind of environment Mm -hmm. of growing up through sports. appreciated it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, I mean, did you play any sports? me. (laughs) Well, I was a cheerleader. I mean, my brother played basketball in elementary school, middle school, and even into high school. And so we were like a – he played baseball, he played basketball. Did your parents play any sports? No. Really? I don't think. Well, my dad played in like middle school and high school, I think. But like baseball, I think he played one year or something. I don't really know. But Andrew played basketball. I just, I mean, I'm just not athletic. It's just not in my blood, really. Yeah. It's just such a funny parallel. Well, it's not really a parallel because it's a contrast. Mm Mm-hmm. But of of our families and Mm -hmm. like the dynamic. Her family, they're a lot more music oriented yeah we're very we're very like artistic and musical and like don't like to sweat yeah it's (laughs) it's so bizarre like your mom will never go camping no never and that is like i mean my family i mean i never went camping one time when i was younger Uh uh-huh and and but like my fam my parents both of them were in sports all through Mm -hmm. high school my dad not so much because he you know, just for reasons he had to quit and work. But, but he appreciated it. But he... He appreciates it now, He still... Yeah. He plays golf every weekend, mm-hmm. you know, and he'll play... He used to coach my football team when yeah. I was a little kid and always tried to get me to play football. Very, very, very supportive in my wrestling and my mom, too, and all this stuff. And so, like... And, and that's with all of my siblings. Kendall yeah, was... Yeah, they're all my, athletic. Yeah, my sister was a soccer player, played basketball in elementary school. Courtney played soccer until she exploded her knee and mm-hmm. then she was a track kind of but couldn't run because she blew, blew her knee out but you know we're all athletes yeah we all like competed. star athletes yeah and so i thought that that was important i thought it yeah. was and here i am now and realizing that i'm i don't know if this is going to be offensive to you but here we go let's try but it i'm gonna say <laughs> if for example if i had if I had a spouse or a partner that was an athlete, oh, I know what you're gonna say. I would have to compete with them. Oh, that's, that's not what, what I thought you were gonna say. say. <laughs> like, like, 
I can I can use sports and stuff like that now as as like a outlet to hang out with my friends mm-hmm. and just have guy time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Spike ball, for example, that was like hanging out with some friends and it yeah, was I just our mean. friends and like just from past relationships when I had a girlfriend that was an athlete and they they were always they had to be there when I'm playing spike ball or any sport and they had to be on my team. Mm. And, you know, it just, just wasn't as, very yeah. fun, honestly, because I, it's, yeah, it's just not fun when yeah. you have to compete with a partner that isn't up to par with you. Well, I will also say, first of all, I feel like I should give my family a shout out. My, my mom and dad will be very upset if I don't say that they were the most supportive of Andrew's basketball endeavors and stuff. My oh, mom yeah, was the ultimate, like... She had the camcorder out. Oh, she was the screaming mom from the sidelines that everyone hated. You know, my dad was like all about it. So anyway, they would have been supportive. Took Andrew at home and he's teaching him some dribbles in the driveway. Right, yeah. They always had, you know, we always had a basketball goal in our our driveway and stuff like that. Like they would have been supportive. I just wasn't interested in that, I guess. But the, I think See, something that, that I wish that my family did was music instrument yeah, and yeah. you know like lessons like i have right behind me right now i have a guitar and a banjo i very 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 lightly know how to play them both and that is only because i learned a few chords and picking patterns while i was in college after i had moved out and so to this day my dad would tell me that he wished that he had gotten us into mm-hmm. piano or guitar lessons and that's just him reflecting on the way that he raised us etc and so we're just we're evolving as we grow and as we age and as we understand what may or not may not be important. Well, to I life. also what I was gonna say is like I think that the there's a lot of cons about me not being an athlete. Obviously, like that obviously was not something that you wanted necessarily for someone to, to be like bad yeah. at sports and stuff. But I think that also first of all, there's no expectation on me to be amazing, which is good because because yeah. you don't expect me to be good because I'm not good. Yeah, because like a past girlfriend, if they messed up, I would want to be like, how can you literally not do this? Right. Like, you but to know me, to you know this. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, and <laughs> there's like, I wouldn't say that obviously because no, I'm I know. nice. But yeah. like with you, I don't, you know, if you mess well, up, it's also, okay. Well, and also, also I'm like, it's not that I'm terrible. It's just that I have never had practice. And so like, I've noticed like myself getting better at certain stuff uh-huh. and like you being surprised and like happy that I'm getting better. And it's just kind of like, it's kind of fun because it's like a different mm-hmm. aspect that you've never really had because you've always yeah. like, it's always just been a given that they're going to play these games or they're going to, you know, yeah. be good at sports and I'm just not there yeah. so we just we've had a lifetime of honing and understanding the way our body moves mm-hmm. and you haven't had that in right strength. yeah at all yeah yeah that's interesting it's okay let's move about. on okay yeah your second thing okay um my second thing is that this one is kind of bad um this one i can handle it well you already know it i just always <laughs> thought i was gonna have someone that was like super intentional and thoughtful (laughs) and like super like wanted to listen to me and that sounds horrible it sounds like hayden is the worst and like sucks and doesn't listen to me he does listen to me but like just like in anybody like it's not a strength no it's not a strength (laughs) and like it's something that i've really had to work on because i really expected that coming into like a relationship and marriage Mm because like the relationship to marriage 
transition is a little different because like in the relationship you're just, just a little different well it's a lot different but like you trying to impress me you know you're wanting to get to know me you're listening to me and then getting into marriage it's more of like a you really have to try a lot harder yeah. to listen and so it's just kind of understanding that has been difficult because i just automatically assumed that because i'm a thoughtful thinker and mm-hmm. so I'm always thinking of like ways to make you feel special and things like that. And you do a lot of other things completely differently. Like I'm not patient at all and you're very patient. And those are different strengths. So yeah. it's like for me, I'm thoughtful and I'm always thinking about ways to make you feel special and you're not doing that, but you are being patient and I'm not patient with you. Yeah. yeah you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. Well, yeah, I get it. Not everybody can be a jack of all trades. Right. And like there, yeah, there's just times that I've like really noticed that that was something that i really thought was going to be important you know like mm-hmm. i've told hayden certain things sometimes that i will I like. say that that is an important quality and something that you need to have kind of a baseline of and something that i very very much need to work on well, because it is very important in marriage listening and understanding well yeah and i i mean i agree i do think you need to work on it but i'm also yeah. saying like you know that's just something that i thought was going to be like the thing I could yeah. say about my partner is like, uh-huh. he's so thoughtful or he <laughs> listens so much. He like cares so much about what I say. You know what I mean? And you yeah. do care about what I say. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. anyway, I just think that's kind of a funny thing because I, if anyone knows Hayden, they know that that's not his like main strength. Uh-huh. He has a lot of strengths, but that's not one of them. Yeah. It's, it's a fault of mine. It's something I wish I could be better at. It's okay though. I'm learning. Uh, it's, it's also made me grow a lot in like learning about well, someone different yeah, from me. Yeah. You know? And you know, it's brought to my attention that is an issue you right. have and so as i am learning and about marriage and living with a partner it's something that i'm gradually trying to make myself better at mm-hmm. you know what i mean and so that is i guess you could argue that that's a great thing about marriage is that it brings to light negative qualities about you that you know that i can fix that mm-hmm. i can think i can pay attention i can try essential Essential oils oils to help make me focus so that when you are talking i'm not distracted by every little thing that (laughs) every single thing in the room yeah like yeah when i was uh trying to study on how to get on what dog that we should get greyhounds was like one of the top in our our adopted dog that was the one we wanted to get yes Uh (laughs) and so while i was researching uh greyhounds they're sight hound which basically means Anything they see that moves, they're going to chase it. And so and Hayden wanted one because he related so much. <laughs> oh, no, that's not true. It's a reason I literally didn't get it because what I, you know, a good quality in a dog is one that would be obedient yeah. and obey and follow and listen. And I could be thoughtful and listen. I'm just yeah. And so it's so funny that, you know, in a sense, in our relationship and how we talk, I'm a greyhound mm-hmm. because any conversation that we could potentially be having. I could so easily just dart. And I could say my, the word my, but, my, and he thinks butter. Oh he thinks God. bread. He thinks I'm hungry. He it's, thinks I want to go to cookout. He thinks butter on the bread. I want to go to Zaxby's. Oh, my God, no. He's thinking, I'm thinking <laughs> fazolis, man. Butter on those breadsticks and spaghetti and how yeah, I literally yeah. never get to eat it anyway. You know, like, yeah. I do that so, so much, much and yeah. so and easily. I can, but I've been able to tell now when I see in his eyes he's not listening to me. I'm like, I'll stop. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah. all right, I'll start again. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> I see you say that you don't have patience, but you've been having to tremendously grow in patience because of me. Well, I think that like, I think that if we're talking about the great parts of marriage, I would say that that is one of the most ideal parts of our marriage, even though it's one of my things that I was thought I was looking for. It's like, I have a lot of that. 
I'm, and that's one of my strengths. I'm very thoughtful and I'm mm-hmm. very good at listening. You are. And you aren't. And I'm not patient at all. And you are very patient. And so it's like, you know, it's good to have complete opposites because together we can have some of both of those things. Yeah. <laughs> together, we're kind of thoughtful and we're, we kind of have patience. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's in our, in our one body. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Your turn. All right. Let's so go next. Number two for me. I will say these are in no particular order. I don't know how you really order these things. Yeah, I don't have mine in order. This one also kind of goes hand in hand with athlete. Oh, here we go. Double down, baby. Um, Double down. Yeah, because I guess I just had a really shallow view of who I wanted in a person. And my my second one that I thought I wanted that you are not is a partner that is outdoorsy. Oh, yes. I thought I I didn't (laughs) know that you were going to say this, but yes, that's very true. And so, yeah, because... Up until recently, I guess, getting married and having to get used to adult life and working nine mm. to five, whatever. I don't get to... Yeah, a job it, really screwed all of your like man, so ho- hobbies much. up because he loves going outside and loves hiking yeah. and rock like climbing. When I was in college, I was a huge rock climber. I rock climbed literally like every day. I would go and climb. We had a little climbing place next to our uh, college, school. yeah. Uh, hiked all the time, huge slackliner. And like with slacklining, you can't do that inside, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so I would spend nine to 10 hours a day slacklining and just hanging out outside, sweating, stinking. I camped all the time and mm-hmm. I, you know, I didn't care about all these things. Right. And so. Well, and like I, the first time I ever went camping was with Hayden for his birthday. Uh-huh. Like we took a group up there and like I'd only been hiking like maybe twice before i met you and i i love hiking and i also wanted i was kind of hoping you would say this because something that's so funny and if my dad's listening he will know one of the things that my dad when i first started dating you it was like one of those things where he was kind of like wait what because (laughs) he like heard that i was going hiking or like heard that i wanted to be outside which i genuinely wanted to do because i genuinely do enjoy it like Uh i love going hiking i think it's so fun i'm nowadays i feel like i'm initiating a lot of it like wanting to go and i do love it and i just never had the experience prior to that and so my dad was just like what is she doing for this boy like wanting to go (laughs) hiking all the time you know it's just funny because it's like you know that is something that i actually enjoy doing but it did seem so out of character for me Uh because i had never gone before and like you said like my family never went camping or anything they're just musical and it's just a different kind of thing so it's just a different family yeah, but that's real. I'm not outdoorsy. Yeah. I am more now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you still, like, if we went rock climbing, you wouldn't even do it, would you? Well, I'm not good at rock climbing. It's not that I don't want to be outside. Well, it's yeah, just nobody's that... really that great when they start rock climbing. You have well, to rock, bouldering, practice. I wouldn't do. Probably rock climbing. I'm not, like, if we were, if we had, like, what is it? Top Ropes. Top rope. Top rope, yeah. Yeah, I would do it. See, I don't that's, know anything. See, that's so weird. That's because, what, you have a fear of heights? Yeah. So you'd rather climb higher. I would rather have a security blanket than like a security hard mat that I would fall on and maybe hit it. You know, like <laughs> I might make fall. Sure you hit whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I get it. Yeah, so that's true though. Yeah. That's a good. And I think I think a reason why I thought that I wanted that was because I the these like things that I thought I wanted were really tied to what I was passionate about at that time. Yeah. yeah. Before. I was an adult. Had to be an adult, yeah. So, you know, I I did buy Emily a sleeping bag and sleeping pad recently, and we still haven't used it. 
But that's so, not on me. And, yeah, I've and it's on both it. of it. So, <laughs> like, is this, yeah. uh, this is obviously not that important of a quality. Well, I think that the, the whole point was when we met. Right, exactly. And that's when you were, exactly. when you met, you didn't have your big boy job yet. So, uh-huh. you were still kind of thinking we were going to. Yeah, we should go camping soon. Okay. Okay, my last one. Well, I have, I have an honorable mention. Well, I have two honorable mentions that are kind of a little funny, but my last real one is that Hayden, and this sounds so weird. I don't really know how to say it to where it's right, like to where it comes out right, but. It doesn't have to. Hayden, like his personality and anybody, like his family is kind of this way, like your dad and your siblings are kind of this way, which is a really good way to be, but they don't have like many insecurities and um they're just not very they're very confident people mm-hmm. which is like a good thing that's a good thing to be confident but it's just something that i like always kind of thought very confident in my round belly and bald head no <laughs> well yes you are you still you know you still are that's the thing and it's like you know i when i i think the first night i ever hung out with hayden i asked him what his biggest insecurity was or like one of the yeah. first nights and he was like oh i don't have any well yeah I thought and i like that was literally such a turn off to me i literally was like what i don't have any really you're so confident that you don't yeah. have any insecurities and, and then i, I know him. i didn't say it as like a jerk i like no, really yeah, he was like and thinking and he was like i don't have any and i was just like what you don't have any and so that's i don't know if that's like really a right answer for this question but it's just kind of like i always thought that like I was going to have to deal with someone's insecurities for my whole life. I was just kind of gearing up for that because that's, you know, people that I'm friends with, like I'm insecure about things, you know? Yeah. And so I just always thought I was going to be with somebody that I would have to like kind of carry their baggage or like carry their insecurities and I don't have to do that, which is also really nice for me. But it's also kind of weird because you can't really relate to me when I have insecurities because you yeah, don't like... There, I mean, there's like intimacy there too and when you have to help bear a burden of yeah, somebody. right. And... I mean, we st- we had that obviously. I I obviously have insecurities. Right. I just he just has a, a, a lot memory. more confidence too. Like <laughs> yeah. I mean, his confidence outweighs his insecurities. I yeah. think. Which... I when my insecurities are revealed, then I remember that I have them. <laughs> so. Yeah, right. Which is not that's dangerous. Anyway, okay, you can go. You can do your last one, and then I'll give my honorable mention. My last one funny. is um, I thought I wanted an animal lover. That's what I wrote down. Mm, that's a good one yeah because i i didn't really grow up with dogs i had one dog rest in peace scotty but you know he was an eight pound Mm. dog that wasn't a dog he (laughs) sat on the couch all day he was a potato like yeah like when i thought of a dog like probably a lot of kids growing up i wanted a big dog that would be like my best friend Mm. that i could do everything with and so like as i grew up and was approaching a time where i could have a dog i knew knew for a fact I wanted one Mm -hmm. and so when Emily and I got married well before we got married and I find out that you literally don't like didn't like dogs at all or like animals in general well I first of all don't like cats I really don't like yeah and I so I personally have an adopted cat Mm -hmm. that I can't have at my house well you have it at your mom's it's always been at your mom's and and bless its heart she's probably miserable well I don't like cats I'm really sorry about that but I have grown on the dog situation oh definitely and um I've grown a lot in the dog situation I think that Roger has softened me up to a lot but well Roger is the perfect dog he's literally he is what literally literally the best thing that's ever happened to me yeah he's he's (laughs) literally the I mean the dog i always wanted Mm -hmm. he's perfect 
He really is. And I think that that played a big factor in it. But also, I, I mean, I have gotten really, I didn't, I mean, my dog was kind of a potato too, just kind mm-hmm. of, you know, small and just kind of sat around. Mm-hmm. And he was my brother's dog. So I never really had a dog that was my own. And I don't know, my mom and dad really didn't, I mean, they didn't want to get Toby when we had Toby. So, you know. Anyway, I'm not an animal lover. I'm growing into being more of an animal lover, but I'm not going to really apologize for that. It's just not my cup of tea. But yeah, that's real. Well, my honorable mentions are one, that you were a gamer and I never thought I would. I never. I mean, I really never thought I would be with a gamer gamer. at all. I was like loser, loser, double loser. Like (laughs) for real thought gamers were such, such, such losers, which they can be. Well, we are. And you are. But it's like, I love you so much that it just masks all of that. But it's just kind of funny now looking back. I'm like, wow, I'm married to a gamer. Yeah. Who would have seen this coming? Anybody trying to game, hit me up. <laughs> and then my other one is that you don't let me be the funny one because you're the f- like you're funnier than me. Wait, and I always, thought, I always thought I would be someone that wasn't as funny as me and I would get to be the funny one. And so in a way, it's really great because you're funnier than me and it's like, I don't know whatever. Well, I'm, I'll say that a lot of our podcast audience probably just perked up and they're like what the heck emily you are the funny one i laugh at you hayden is annoying i wish he'd shut up well that's probably no. what they're saying we're i just think we complement each other well and that we bring out the funny in each other yeah but i that's just something funny that i thought i would be the funny one because i've always kind of been like the class clown just like the funny one that's just yeah. kind of in the corner making jokes but marrying you it's like better because i have someone that's challenging <laughs> me to be funny you, you want know? some perspective what so you wish you were the funny one right so imagine if also I'm I, confident that I am funny. I don't oh, need that. <laughs> no, you are funny. But imagine where you had to be the funny one. Okay. Mm, yeah. Picture me not being funny. I'm a stick in the mud. I'm just really. And anytime you try to crack jokes or be funny, I'm like, I'm try to calm you down. I'm like, I'm like, come on. Well, yeah. No, I'm not saying I want it. I really wanted that. I just like always. I wanted someone who was going to be funny, but I never imagined I would or have someone as could funny as you. Or at least appreciate your humor. It's just like a whole nother level that you're on. Which I appreciate so much because I just think you're the funniest thing ever. And it's maybe because I know you fully and I know like, I just, yeah. Anyway, that's mine. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. little affirmation there for you. I wish you weren't funny. Thank you. No, I wish you were funny. Okay. (laughs) You're happy that I'm funny. All right. Withhelds? Yeah, that was fun. We could jump into our withhelds. You want me to go first? Sure. I'll go first because this one specific with a positive withheld i'm like i'm proud of not because it's that great of a withheld but it is perfect for just the definition of what a withheld is okay this is something that we were not technically together but it was something i noticed about you and i couldn't inform you of it and at that moment just because of stuff that was going on and so okay with that being said the other day we were on the phone you called me while i was at work while you were driving around doing whatever and you pulled into Starbucks mm-hmm. and just normal Starbucks, major order and whatever. And I was able to listen to the whole thing because you had me on your fr- no hands mode yeah, car on my phone. speakers. Yeah. So I, could car, hear, yeah. I could hear the Starbucks lady talking. I could hear you talking. And I was just listening to how you just interact with total strangers and people and, you know, just a random person in a drive through And I was just so proud that I had a wife that was just good to people and just sweet oh, so and nice. nice and could and and was just the way you should be when you're talking to people in a drive-thru you know you're like hey 
you know, and it was just really nice and bubbly and, you know, uh, the people in drive throughs probably deal with a lot of garbage people all day. And yeah. so just to be met with the presence of a little angel like yourself <laughs> probably wow, that is like so, brings, that's so nice. Yeah, Thank a lot you. of joy to people. And I think you just have a really great quality about you. I'm very proud that you have that quality oh, and that you're my you. wife. That's so nice. That is a withheld. That's like a really good yeah, withheld. Yeah, that is a withheld. Yeah. For anybody that listens to this podcast, gentlemen, take notes. That's a withheld right there. It's a good withheld. It's a positive withheld. Now, here's a negative. <laughs> All right, hammer me. <laughs> okay, this this one, it's, it's okay, I'll just say it. Um, if you, whenever your, your parents were staying in town and we were up here having a game night, I'm just going to say this is a terrible withheld, so don't read too much into it. You made me feel kind of bad and like a loser because I was trying to just set up. Oh my gosh, I remember this. Yeah, yes. I was just trying I'm... to really make it because it was our first night in our home and we were having a game night and I was trying to make it just as easy for everybody involved. And so like, and it was very complicated the way I did it because I had to put the game on the TV from pictures on my phone to update so people could sit on the couch and relax and not huddle around a table all together because there were a lot of people. And so it, there was just a lot of moving parts and you just kind of made me feel well, like Well, I will was... also say I did do that. 100%. I'm owning up to that. I'm very sorry about that. I will justify what I was, the reason that I did it so that you can kind of understand because what Hayden was doing was very cool. And like, I love that about you that you just like love to kind of figure things out and see the best, most techie way that you could figure out a way to make it look the coolest and be the coolest experience right mm -hmm. and i just am a worrier that always plans 50 steps ahead and always foresees issues in the future or like uncomfortable things in the future so in my mind i thought that there was going to be like some like weird screenshot on your phone or like some <laughs> like picture of roger or like you know like not that you have anything bad on your phone i like don't I was think gonna have a big old picture of a turd right or something like TV. you know and it's like i know that's silly because i knew that you don't have like bad stuff on your phone but it's just like that fear for me for some reason was that yeah. you were because you're kind of like oblivious sometimes like you would like just swipe over and be like oh ha, ha, and like and i just like didn't want that in front of my family but like i knew that wasn't gonna happen i knew yeah. i was being kind of yeah too much but anyway that's well yeah I get that's it. kind I of the funny it. thing but yeah i am sorry about that it's okay because i know i did make you feel like you shouldn't be doing that, and I actually appreciate. Yeah. That about you. Um, for my last positive withheld, we kind of talked about it a little bit already, but you, when you you came to Chattanooga, mm. you, you drove forty minutes to pick me up from work on a second notice. Like I called you and said, "Hey, my car won't start." In the pouring start. rain. <laughs> yeah, and so it was rainy. It was nasty. It was spur of the moment. You had you like had to leave that second to come get me. And you did not even complain about it to me. You did not make me feel bad whatsoever. You're like, okay, I'll be right there. The only thing you talked bad about was how annoying it was that it was raining. And everybody was complaining about that. And like, <laughs> you just made it very easy for me in that just very difficult situation. You know, my car broke down. Well, you were already I was so terribly mad. <laughs> annoyed. And you were so annoyed too because you had to come pick me up and then take me to work the next morning and take me to the store to buy a new battery and et cetera, blah, blah, blah. You just did it all without any complaining and tried to make it as easy for me as possible, and I really appreciated that. Thank you. You're welcome. Those were good withheld, baby. Thanks, baby. <laughs> I don't know why I called you baby. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, so my withholds. The first one, um, I just 
during the quarantine, our quarantine has been a little, you know, pretty much the same as our normal life. We haven't really felt like it's been very different for us. Mm-hmm. But it has kind of given me a more of a perspective. I don't know if you've been having the same feeling. I haven't really talked to you about it, but just like kind of self-reflection and just kind of really been just thinking a lot about like how I treat people and how I, you know, treat you and how just I want to be when we come out of the, when we're able to go to a restaurant again, you know, I don't want to yeah. take for granted those types of things. And so I've just been like really self-reflective. And I think that I have become so much more appreciative of just like, our compatibility and our like just we're just on the same page like yeah. we may not be on the same page about you know the minute things that don't matter but on the things like that matter being an athlete outdoorsy long right man bun hair right it's like you know those things don't matter and so i think that it has made and really in the quarantine i've been really thankful for just like i don't have to worry about us you know being on i don't know i don't know but yeah, that's I got it. yeah so that's just how I feel. I'm really thankful for that. Um, my negative withheld is that, which this is this is not even a good withheld either. It's very bad. Yours was actually good compared to mine. But um, this week, Hayden has been talking about wanting to grow out his mustache. <laughs> and um, he has like really, really tough facial hair. And... As a person who kisses his face, this may be too much information. <laughs> Kissing his face, it hurts. Like when he has like, because his facial hair is just so like prickly and like coarse hair. And so he like just. Like a man's facial hair. Yeah, but it's just, it's not soft at all, which I know it's not supposed to be, but it's just like, it's really painful and I just don't like, like it at all. And like Hayden the other day said, like he just kept pushing like, why won't you let me grow it out? And it was just like, felt. I felt so like, I feel like I'm so lenient on so many different things where like, I'm just pretty cool about everything. And then the one time I'm like, really want you to just like shave your facial hair, which I know sounds so like <laughs> controlling, like I shouldn't yeah. make you do it. But it was just like, I felt like bad about it. And I felt like I shouldn't have to feel bad about it. But then now that I'm talking it through, I probably should feel bad about trying to control you to do that. So, no, I get your point. You never really ask much of me. You don't even ask me to do the dishes. <laughs> and so, when you all ask the girls me, just gasped yeah. and they're like, "Oh, he, she doesn't make him do the dishes." I do the dishes sometimes. He does. Yeah. You put the dishes up. Sometimes. One out of ten times, <laughs> but. <laughs> I'll just get to my other. I need positive. to stop talking. I'm digging myself. Yeah, I'll get to my other positive here. <laughs> um, in the moving situation. In the quarantine situation, in all of the, like, me thinking I might have corona, I might have breast cancer, all those things, I just, it's very easy for me to feel comfort doing all of those things with you. Like, you make everything really easy for me. You know, you don't allow me to, like, you don't put more stress on me. You, like, act like everything's fine. And, like, you know, when you're telling the story about the getting tested for coronavirus and you're like oh i was really kind of freaked out too you never let me believe that you Mm -hmm. were freaked out which was really helpful and like i'm just really thankful because i can't you know in that moment i didn't need more stress and so i'm really thankful for that you're welcome we even forgot to bring up the tornadoes that happened was that after oh yeah the tornado we had a tornado we had like the super scary we were like sitting in our house with our dog at three in the morning like oh i understand that reminded me of what you said there you know i Oh, yeah, you were like, you took control. That was amazing. I should have made that as my withheld. Hayden, like, had this 
instinct when crisis hit. It was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. We were like talking for the night prior. We were like, what are we going to do? Like, we don't have a room without a window. What are we going to do if the tornado comes? And he was like, I don't know. I guess we'll get in the bathtub anyway, even though there's a window in our bathroom. And then the tornado hits. We have to find shelter. Hayden starts closing all the doors. He has like this bright idea that if we just close the doors and sit in the hallway, we'll be fine. And I'm like, this man is a genius. I'm in love with you. <laughs> but yeah, that's. I took, I, I had a flashback to elementary school when I was sitting in the hallway with a book over I know, my head. I know. <laughs> I know we like he's like get your shoes on just in case we have to walk and I'm like you're amazing I never would have thought of that preferably heavy boots that yes. can get wet and I did yeah so <laughs> anyways that was a that was a fun episode um yeah that was some good episode eight right eight I episode think. eight yeah yeah uh, thank you all for tuning in that we're gonna close it out here don't forget to follow us on our social medias shoot us questions or whatever if you need search just search us Instagram on and uh, Twitter uh, we're on Spotify, whatever platform you're listening to. We're on Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts. If you listen to podcasts on anything else, let us know. I'll do my best to get us on that platform. And with that being said, thank you all for listening. Goodbye, toodles. <laughs>